Hey, what is up, guys? You are in for an amazing and awesome treat. Uh, this episode of Flooded with Music and Life was actually recorded in Chicago, uh, where I joined uh, my good friend, singer, and songwriter, and unbelievable musician, Ryan Doyle, uh, a.k.a. Rhino, that's R-Y-N-O, and we talked about, you guessed it, <laughs> music and life and so many other things. Uh, but thanks for listening, guys. And without further ado, here's Rhino. What is up, everybody? Yes, we yes. are, this is Flooded with Music and Life. This is, of course, your host and pilot and, I guess, navigator for this podcast, if you want to call it that. Your man, Rodney Flood, here. We yeah, are... Yeah in Chicago. Now, this is the very first episode that is on location. So uh, I am in Chicago because I'm joining my dude, my brother, my fellow youngest of four sons, yes. my man, Ryan Doyle, a.k.a. Rhino, R-Y-N-O. What yeah, is going yeah. on, my dude? Yeah, dude, it's good to be here with you, man. Man, so it's funny. I'm just, I'm, I, I just try to... Uh, give all access here, because we're here. We're, we're playing a we're playing a college. Uh, Was it tomorrow night? Yep. Yeah, and we're sitting here, and I'm like, wait a minute. Why don't we just why, why don't we record an episode? <laughs> <laughs> That's genuinely how it happened. Didn't plan it or anything like that. And we're literally just sitting here, like, huh? Let's do this. Let's do it right now. Let's do it right now. So it. that's what's happening right now. We're recording an episode of Flooded with Musical Life with my dude Rhino, who is coming off of a very, very hectic, but in a good way, I'm sure, mm -hmm. summer. Um, so we're going to get to all of that, dude, but this obviously is called Flooded with Music and Life. So every conversation is unique, every conversation is different, rightfully so, because everyone is different. But I always try to start each one off similar mm -hmm. by just asking, what are your first memories of music and life being brought together? Um, music and life being brought together? Yeah. So my pops was a music teacher. Mm -hmm. He uh, still teaches private lessons and works in theater in, in Buffalo, New York. Mm -hmm. You know, your, your part-time home. Yeah, pretty much. Um, <laughs> So I, I, from a very, very young age, again, as, we, as you stated, we were both the youngest of four, and from a very young, young age, I remember all my whole family just involved in music, always, you know, involved in singing, in theater. Um, one of my first memories of actually, like, I guess performing, um, I was four, and my dad worked on high school productions, high school musicals, mm -hmm. and, like, they needed a couple of kids to perform as, you know, just play the role of kids in the musical carnival. Uh, okay. A musical I'm actually not even really super familiar with to yeah. this day, I guess. But uh, yeah. like, but I was the youngest kid that my oldest brother Dave, who you've met, mm -hmm. he just like held onto my hand and dragged me around, and I just sat there and ate popcorn as if I was at a, at a carnival the whole time, and I was on stage. But I was four, and they just kind of needed a couple kids, so me and my bros jumped yeah. in. It, it kind of that happened when we were younger because it was, you know, easy for my dad to just kind of like bring us home after rehearsal and stuff you know so yeah, yeah. he uh so my brothers were lost boys in the, the musical peter pan and my actually my brother todd todd was the todd played michael that that show so it was you know you know so really? we, we kind of grew up performing having appreciation for not just music but like the theater and yeah. and i've always loved productions and just you know the whole 
nine yards, and that's kind of what is the rudiment inspiration to me to working on this latest project that I've been working on. Is just not just looking at songwriting has always been the most important thing to me, but mm -hmm. looking at the whole vision. And I think that kind of came from my first memory gotcha. with music and life coming together, which. You know, I, I always remember my mom and dad singing since I, you know, as, yeah. in, as early as my yeah. uh, memories go. So, like, always singing at family weddings or whatever it is, you know, they were always just uh, performing. And they, uh, that kind of just raised us with that spirit. So, yeah. I, I love yeah. that. So That's so cool, man, because um, a, lot of, a lot, I mean, similar to me, music was just always there, yeah. al always in the house. You yeah. know what I mean? And the cool thing is whether you're brought up on you know a specific type of music like me i was i, I was raised on gospel music and you know mm -hmm. and, and 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 praise in church you know yeah but it was there yeah it was and it was music absolutely you know what i'm saying yep. so that's that's cool so you coming come from buffalo yeah and me coming from the bronx it's a, it's a similarity yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah for sure and um and that that's why you know again that's why it's titled music in life because Dude, it's it. They're they're so synonymous. Absolutely, like, man. It, it's it's crazy how synonymous they are. So in so many what, ways, music is life. Yeah, and, and it, life is music. Exactly, yeah, man. I, I think I said it in, in another episode that each one write they they take they take turns writing oh, each other. Man. Absolutely, man. You know, music writes life. Life writes music. One you know thousand percent. One so um, talking about writing, and we're gonna really talk about this because you are. I, I, I kid you not, bro. You're one of my favorite writers. Like the, the I, we we how long have we known each other now? I'm, I want to say, going on five years that we've known. Yeah, of, known, I, of, known each of each other for sure. Uh, yeah. I, I'd seen you play four with, or five years. with Johnny. Yeah. yeah, and like when I saw you with the trio, so I'd seen yeah. you play. I knew you were a monster of a drummer, but um, you were the first guy that I collaborated with for yeah. this project. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, ever since that afternoon we met at Starbucks, yeah. I realized that you like your your coffee mixed mixed like Disney juice, <laughs> very sparkly and very sweet. Bell, uh, bells and whistles. Bells and whistles in, in your coffee, bro. No joke. Um, ever since that day at Starbucks, we've just kind of shared not just our love for music, but our love for life. Yeah. We've, we've shared our love for being the youngest of four boys. We've shared uh -huh. hilarious moments of of epic brother beatings and so on man it's just and you know man it's, it's actually sprung a really nice friendship and i'm, yeah, I'm really yeah, grateful yeah. to uh Absolutely, to be part of man. your uh your circuit of musicians that we you, you bless with you Dude, know your talents so same I'm, here, I'm grateful man. for that man. same here um but yeah man but ever you mentioned that day in starbucks ever since that day when i was first introduced to the rhino project you know i was just like wow you mm -hmm. know like and I, I'm, I kid you not man <clears throat> excuse me and um just the, the 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 lyrical content of these songs, that's what that's initially what grabbed me. Mm. And it's funny because I'm usually the other way around. Mm -hmm. I'm a melody guy. Me too. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> which, a is, hook, which is funny. I'm a hook guy. Yeah, yeah, for not sure. Even lyrical. But don't get me wrong, I don't yeah, yeah. I don't put it on the back burner. Yeah. But for me, melody comes first when yeah, I'm hearing yeah, yeah. a song. But I was I heard these lyrics and I was like, wow. And so so when did you really start focusing on writing? That's a huge compliment. Rough, first, roughly, oh yeah, that man. is because Absolutely. truly, like I've always been, I've always been, you know, even in collaborations, you know, scenarios, I'm always a, a melody hook guy, and you know, this project like so organically kind of came to fruition where I was just like I wanted to write because I love to write, mm. um, and you know, the content I feel like has been 
some of the most honest stuff that I've done because of that reason. Yeah. You know, there was just zero expectations, but also zero pressure. I, I wanted to get some artistic vision out that I really like had been building up, and and it just kind of organically came to fruition. So it's that that's really a very nice compliment, first of all. But um, writing, uh, I think I first started working on it in ninth grade when I was, I was okay. fifteen. Okay. Um, I was in bands from like when I was in sixth grade. Uh, I had my my Nirvana cover band, which was awesome. That's amazing. We were awful, but That's but we had <laughs> so much fun. Yeah. Uh, no, we did we did all of the uh, all of the '90s alt rock bands, which is hilarious because like these, you know, at the same time of those bands coming out that were the most imp- the biggest influence to me um, as a player because I mm. could actually play the songs. It was some of the most influential time in hip hop, and a lot of my collaborators right now have grown up in like a different a different world and it's like my brother Todd who lived that alternative rock life with me like very kept me in tune to the 90s hip hop stuff yeah. that was going on so yeah. it was like it was cool like and it's it's really nice how like I feel like this vision uh, like artistically has sort of caught a world of mixing that yeah. you know it's yeah. got yeah. there's moments of like these you know hip hop oriented like more trap drums and like and then there's you know rock moments so it's mm-hmm. like it's mm-hmm. nice how like that evolution has kind of organically happened but I, I initially started writing in, in ninth grade I was 15 and uh, just writing with me and an acoustic guitar listening and super inspired by John Mayer Dave Matthews uh, Jason Mraz um, you know Jack Johnson uh, folks of these of this nature the guys that had the uh, the huevos to get up on stage mm-hmm. with a, mm-hmm. with an acoustic guitar and just like yeah. speak to people yeah. um, you know and everyone obviously did it their own spin I mean but um, I tried to kind of have my own vision with that yeah. but that's that's really where I, I, I grew as a writer and, and kind of developed from a writer. But being the youngest of four boys, my writing influences, even from that age, were coming from my oldest brother with yeah. this influence of like uh, old, more like rootsy punk and new wave mm-hmm. um, bands like The Police, XTC, Oingo Boingo, and like, you know, bands of that na- nature are my oldest mm-hmm. brother's influences. But right. I kind of subconsciously heard those bands, yeah. didn't know who they were even. Yeah. But I was like, every little thing she does is magic. That, that's the most beautiful song I've ever heard in my life still to this day is one of my top five favorite songs uh, but you know like I, I, I don't even know if I knew who that was when I listened to it yeah. I was that age yeah. I was like I just love that song yeah. it's just the most and to this day you and I play it on a regular basis absolutely we'll play it tomorrow in Chicago <laughs> for sure we for will sure. I love it oh yeah 100%, 100%. so uh, writing started at, such, at a really young age for me but I was always surrounded by uh, just the creative output like whether my dad was, you know, teaching, you know, again with theater, or my older brother had a band practice in the basement, mm-hmm. I was the one like I was always sitting on the stairs, nosing around, like watching the drummer, yeah. watching the watching my brother play bass. Yeah. Um, I knew I always loved to sing, but I didn't know where my place was with and uh, that dynamic. So I started on bass because that's what Big Bro did, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. he was the first one to start a band out of the four of us. Yeah. And then when I started playing bass, I immediately wanted to sing, and I had a bit of a knack for harmony. Mm-hmm. So and mm-hmm. you know, and from there I, uh, I had a. Uh, wanted to accompany myself singing a little bit a little bit more right so I, right. And I wasn't quite strong enough on piano I actually took lessons but I, I picked up guitar much more naturally and, yeah. and now I regretfully didn't stick with piano and I'm, <laughs> I'm back in piano lessons now in this, yeah. this, this, yeah. this age in life so that's funny you you mentioned um, uh, you know finding you know finding basically finding your lane and finding your niche and singing so would you say it's funny my next question was would you say that music or singing in particular Help you to find an identity. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, I feel yeah. like um, it's which is weird because I think that as a singer, I'm always trying to grow and expand my identity. Mm. Like in sense that, like I realized, like as I record records, like it's 
so important to capture a moment more so than it is to capture anything I feel like it's, it's okay. like the the moment in a studio is, as a singer is yeah. like so much more important it's everything I feel like yeah. you know it's like yeah. you're, you're gonna be out of tune you're gonna be this you're gonna be that you're sure. gonna you know your voice is gonna crack but sometimes those cracks are like the moments that make a record you yeah. know you think about John Lennon singing like the rumor is they made him smoke yeah. a pack of cigarettes before that <laughs> right and right, like right, it's right. that so like as a kid like when I was finding my voice everything was like I always just had a knack for like a clean voice and it's just a really like sharp um, approach you know, like gotcha. I really like you know and, and and the evolution of production kind of like really f- focused on that style of singing mm-hmm. and it was it was generally it's pop yeah. Um, yeah and I love that but I've always been rock oriented as well so like I it's like growing up as a singer like finding my identity as a singer I think that's something that will always evolve but I absolutely mm. think that my voice is is my identity and yeah. is, you know it's yeah. like it's like yeah. when so I, and I think that's my dream my dream is like is that the identity of my voice whether it is sometimes a little more broken up on record or sometimes a little bit cleaner or sometimes whatever yeah. it is yeah. I think that my my ultimate dream is for that identity to to, to actually exist you know, one day maybe on radio. Yeah. It's like when yeah. you hear um, when you hear Johnny Resnick, a Buffalo mm-hmm. guy. You like mm-hmm. you know you hear the hear the Goo Goo Dolls. Sure. Like, you know you sure. know the Goo Goo Dolls when you hear them. Absolutely. You know the same thing when you hear Adam Levine. You know the yeah. same thing when you hear like John Mayer. It's like mm-hmm. there's this real mm-hmm. estate on radio that like has an identity within yeah. the vocal. Yeah. And I feel yeah. like no matter how far I push the bounds, and I'll, I'll always want to push the bounds, whether mm-hmm. it's more of an electronic motion or whether it's a rock motion or just a simple simple acoustic guitar and vocal. Yeah. Um, I'll always want to be trying. To mm-hmm. expand, but I feel like ultimately, it still is my voice, yeah. and that's you know very it's very personal. So it's it's hard for me to have an uh, outside point of view on that. But I feel like that is absolutely an identity for me. Yeah, 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 yeah Because um, like like for me, um, just me- music in general mm-hmm. helped me to find a lot of my identity. Absolutely, you know, coming out of those weird high school years, and, totally. You know, it's it's Awkward. just a weird. You know, <laughs> Coming up, yeah. every teacher calling you the wrong name. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> we both live with that. Oh, for sure. <laughs> that was like the, literally the story of my life, from, dude. Oh, from, from kindergarten through high school, even honestly, even a little in college. But we believe it or not, <laughs> Rodney. I think I told you the story not. before. I had a teacher who I had for homeroom. Yeah. Now in homeroom in middle school, the only job was at that for that thirty minutes or whatever was they took attendance. They looked at a sheet of paper that had With the name. name on it. I had a teacher that took attendance in seventh grade and goes, Ryan Doyle, and I would, here, present, you know. <laughs> and I would, and, I would uh, and literally, the second attendance was done, that lady would look at me and call me Bradley. I was like, you just looked at my name on, on paper. I think I've told you that before, but that yeah, was just like, yeah, yeah. that was such a growing pain for me as a young, as the youngest of four. Because right. like, Speaking of identity, yeah, your voice is your identity, but like when you're around your friends and you're, you know, it's like yeah. you want to make your own identity, especially right, when your older right, brother's Todd right. and he's a hellraiser and all your teachers are, you know, <laughs> and your teachers know that, oh, you're Todd's brother, you know. <laughs> My brother's the nicest guy in the world, but like his, he was a hellraiser oh, and, absolutely. as a child, you know. And it's shout like, out, shout out to Todd, of course, Todd Tito, but then I had, to, I, had to, I had to follow him in middle school, bro. <laughs> that was brutal. <clears throat> yeah, man, same here, same here. You know, but but it was um, because you know my brothers they they all play basketball and you know because totally. we're all over over six feet, <laughs> and my my I always tell people my story was my story is, I I, I could play yeah I played ball you know, 
But I never tried out for my high school team because I knew that people were expecting me to. Yeah. Because my brother played. Yeah. You know. But you want to be yourself. Yeah. You want to be who you are. And for me, music was that was that thing that I did separate. We we all played and yeah. and you know and sang a little bit and stuff like that growing up, but clearly you know I'm doing it for, you know doing it for living. a living now yeah. and, and it's it's my passion it's what I love to do totally. you know so but even back then that's the thing that kind of set me aside you know what I mean it gave me more than just being the youngest the youngest flood the longest, you know the youngest flood, or yeah. Raymond's little brother Ron's Russell's little brother you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, it yeah. was like oh that's Rodney he yeah. he does this yep you know what I'm saying that's important though yeah man. it yeah, is yeah, important yeah. absolutely absolutely so that's how. That's one of my fondest memories of, again, how music and life coincide. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because music actually helped define. A, it came in a very, very crucial, definitive, you know, when, when you're really trying to find identity, mm -hmm. music was there for me yeah. you know, to help get me through that process. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, and, and that's, that's, that's the cool thing, man. So, um, so, in high school, so coming out of high school, so you said you were in band since sixth grade. Yeah, which started is, rock band which is awesome. Grade. I always I always talk about just the cool band culture yeah. that 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 you and, and, and Michelle, my, you know, my, my, my girlfriend, and every mostly people from Buffalo who yeah. I talk to, there's that band culture. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And that and I can honestly say I'm a little envious of that being from New York, being from the city. You know, yeah. it's just it's a different culture. Don't it's, get me wrong. It's, it's a smaller it's, community, so like exactly, a lot of more exactly. people. Like we, like even not really knowing Michelle super well before I moved in, before yeah. she moved to New York. Yeah, I knew who she was, and I think like right. we sort of knew who each other were, but like we were in different cliques. But like we knew so many similar people that mm -hmm. it, it's made all of us like super tight friends. As soon as like yeah. you know she moved down to New York, yeah. so it's yeah. it's a different uh, you know brought up in different cities but I think that there's a lot of the similar qualities yeah um, but there there's like that tighter knit crew mm -hmm. it's something that mm -hmm. I you know I loved growing up but also it's something that I kind of wanted to move to New York for gotcha because it's like gotcha. it's, it's tough because like you know you get so involved with that tight knit crew so like I think being in a bigger market is so nice because it breathe and your family grows and yeah. it's just like you're yeah. always from where you are and you gotta yeah. be proud of that and I always Absolutely. will be but I did Absolutely. love that you know that uh, discomfort of being yeah. in, in the bigger market so it's nice to be able to experience both growing up yeah 100% man 100% so um, in keeping with the whole band uh, you know discussion uh, coming out of high school mm -hmm. what, what was what was your trajectory you know were you looking to you know break out as, as a solo artist or a producer or a writer or uh, were, you, were you still just focused on um, you know, being being in a band or being in bands, and you know, because you know, people have different. I was I oddly know. had laser focus okay. uh, at a young age. Okay, um, you know, it's like I knew from young, like from from high school. I was like, it was just kind of like second nature to me to think that, like, oh, like I'm gonna be in a band. Yeah, like that's just kind of like what I think I'm supposed to do in life. Gotcha, um, gotcha. And I got super hyper focused about. Um, about my band at the time, which was more than me, which we started mm -hmm. in high school. I started in ninth grade, actually, a young age. I like that was like when I first started, like you know, doing acoustic songs and stuff yeah. like that. So I started like as you know, doing alt, alt rock covers. But then when I actually picked up the acoustic, I started uh, started my band more than me. That I by the time I was a senior, was just like so hyper focused on. I kind of like escaped everything else. I was gotcha. just like you know, we were like recording our first our first record during our senior year with um, with with Jay Sack with Joey Saccaroli. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. 
And, you know, I just, like, was so focused on that being what it was. And, like, you know, and bands come and go, and, and, and you know, I think that that's important to kind of understand. But, you know, your music family will always, you know, be what it is. And I think that, yeah. like, yeah. Todd and I had a lot of growth, like, with our band. And, like, mm-hmm. we had a lot of great experiences and a lot of fun. Yeah. And built brotherhoods that, you know, are forever there. Um, but, like, Todd and I kind of realized that, uh, you know, after we had toured for a couple of years with the band, that we were like, well, this is like, this is our life. Yeah. You know, and as yeah. much as, you know, obviously we like, you know, we love the other dudes, but it was, um, but it, it, you know, it was kind of a scenario where we were like, like, this is what we do. And like, I don't think there's ever been a question of that. Mm-hmm. And that is, it's weird because like, as, uh, as, uh, non-stable as that is the lifestyle is, there has always been this stability in the, the response. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's like not mm-hmm. saying that that always like translates. I'm yeah. just saying that there's always been, um, there's always a ton of question and like you know about this lifestyle that we live as we talked about this morning scheduling yeah. how are we going to make sure that we're scheduling you know it's like you know oh, like yeah. there's a ton of stress and, and mm-hmm. instability like you know things that are not stable about it but um, you know that was just kind of something we always knew yeah. and like growing with that life pattern I learned the you know how to how to book how to manage how to produce and, and like not to like wear those hats lightly I'm not great at any mm-hmm. of them I, I'm, I get by I get <laughs> sure, by with sure. them it's, um, it's gotten you to this point but there's there are there are <laughs> things that, I, that I'm more interested in sure, like for sure, instance sure, sure. I know how to book a, a book a tour but I hate yeah. booking a tour it's like it's, it's like it is just yeah. incredibly like a ton of work and the most underappreciated yeah. job in the industry and it's just it's you know and it's just disheartening so many right. times but right, right. that you know but I had to kind of learn by messing up and by doing it yeah. Um, yeah. and I and I yeah, obviously, like you have to do it. It's mm-hmm. a DIY business. You have to be able to do everything in order to survive. Absolutely. And I think that I, I went through a very large transition of like you know when I was moving from Buffalo down to New York City, where I was like I was wearing so many hats at the time when I was living in Buffalo. I was like co-producing records with Joey. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I was booking my own tours for more than me. I was I was a, kind of consulting with other bands that were like, hey man, I see like you're booking your own tours and like you're doing this and like would reach out and try to like see if I could help them. I was doing everything I could for survival. So if I could help another band book, you know, it was like another way of just kind of survival. So like, I didn't love all the hats. So when I moved to New York, I absolutely was like, I have to take off the hats that I don't, I'm not passionate about. Because I'm at a point in my life that I'm like, I have to be passionate about what I'm doing. If I'm not, it's not going to translate. And it's like, I'd rather do a few things really well rather than doing a lot of things okay. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've always known that the root of that drive and that focus and that energy has always been writing music and performing and performing with my brother was yeah. always like the root of my performance. So gotcha. it's like, you know, it's been really, um, it's always been the drive behind it, you know? So, um, whether it was with the band mm-hmm. or whether it was a solo artist, yeah. I don't know if I ever really, it was funny cause I kind of like when I started more than me, I was like, yeah, I like, I love Dave Matthews. I love Jason Mraz. I yeah. love John Mayer, but like, yeah. I don't, I'm not, I don't know if I'm going to offer like Ryan Doyle as an artist. And even to this day, my solo project is, you know, my Little League Baseball nickname, yeah. which is yeah. my nickname, but, like, same rate, it's, like, Rhino is kind of a troop for me, you know? Gotcha. It's, like, when we jump gotcha. on stage together, yeah. we've got our, we've got the get-up, we've got, mm-hmm. you know, it's, like, it's a troop, mm-hmm. and it's, like, it's a force, and that's yeah. why I love the nickname Rhino, because, uh, ironically, we're in Chicago, yeah. and the nickname yeah. comes from Ryan Sandberg, ah, second baseman in Chicago, from the Chicago Cubs. Shout out to the one of the greats. Yeah, dude. One of the greats. Seriously, seriously. So um, that's that's actually ironic that we're here and doing yeah. this in Chicago. I didn't put wild. that together yeah, right so now. It's so crazy. It's uh, so crazy. But I, I really feel like, um, like that, I wanted to build something that 
I guess came from the root of like one of my earliest memories, which was kind of theater production. Yeah. And there's so much of this project that has to do with that that mm-hmm. I love. You know, mm-hmm. there's like there's elements of visual, there's elements of lighting, there's elements of just like feel. I want yeah. people to walk in and yeah. feel like maybe they're at a theater production mm-hmm. or maybe a festival production. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a small room. Yeah. But I, I've always appreciated that and I've always put a lot of effort into that for this project. Yeah. And I guess this is my first solo effort. Gotcha. So as a kid, I always visioned like myself in a band. Yeah. And I still do. Um, but as you grow and as people, you know, evolve musically and evolve as, as humans, you know, it's mm-hmm. like, uh, mm-hmm. you know, you just kind of like have to go with your vision. So I, I, it's hard to keep a group of, you know, guys and go- girls together yeah. as a band. Yeah, um, absolutely. It's a very absolutely. big challenge. And that's, and frankly that, you know, I'm sure a lot of our friends that are in bands as, you know, as well myself, as myself will tell you that that's the truth. Like yeah. to keep a troop of, you know, guys and girls together in the same state of mind and you know mm-hmm. and like who steers mm-hmm. the ship and how the voting process happens that's a really difficult thing man and I and I did do that for 10 plus years with, with a band and I, and I grew so much from that and learned so much yeah. from that yeah um, which but is key it is and I, I grow and learn I think a big thing right now you know where I am in my music career that you know those experiences really led me to what to really pay attention to what's important mm. and maybe sometimes what's not yeah um, yeah and that's you know that's still a, a you got to find the medium of that but, sure but sure. I feel like that those experiences really helped build that but there was never really a question in my life when I was like maybe I'll be in a band like mm-hmm. I was just like as soon as I picked up the bass guitar and I was like playing on stage I was like oh no no this is it yeah, yeah. and you're like listen yeah. I loved baseball right I right, loved right, baseball right, especially right. at that age man mm-hmm. when I was in sixth seventh eighth grade going I mean in high school I've just I've always been a monster baseball fan and like mm. you know par- part of like the my passion and heart that was in New York City was because of the baseball in the Bronx. Yeah. And, you know, seeing that, you know, you know, as an adult still brings me to that place. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, it's, it's funny, like, um, I, that there's so much passion and again, like what's important and what's not, it's important for me now in life to like separate myself from music, pay attention, you know, like enjoy baseball, enjoy mm-hmm. other things in yeah. life, yeah. you know, yeah. and enjoy my, my, being married, enjoy like you know, act, you know, traveling. Mm-hmm. Like, there's mm-hmm. like it's it's really important to have the medium with yeah. that. So, but I think again, you know, to reiterate that the from the get go, as a young at a young age, I just kind of knew that that was sort of like my path. Yeah, you know? yeah. So I wanted you you mentioned um, playing playing with Todd, mm. um, and I I, I just want to talk a little bit about the Doyle brothers, man. Absolutely, man. Because I remember first hearing about you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hadn't hadn't met you guys yet. At least I don't think it's possible. But but our paths didn't either didn't cross or cross maybe once or twice, like yeah. opposite sides of the room kind of thing, you totally. know. And I never forget it was um, Kate, uh, Joey's wife. Yeah, yeah. Kate Mills. Hey, Sally. Oh, she hates And uh, <laughs> and um, I remember her telling me. I think I was rehearsing with her. We, we I think her and I were playing a show, and I remember we were just talking. And she mentioned, she was like, oh, she's like, have you ever heard of uh, of the Doyle brothers, these, these these guys from Buffalo, this duo from Buffalo? These buffoons? <laughs> and I was like, no, I haven't heard of them. But it was, it, and again, you know, you, it, it's just, this world is so small because I ended up finally actually meeting you guys because you guys played the after party for their At their wedding. wedding. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, right, that's right. That's right. And that's so that's when I we, we actually jammed a little bit. I got totally. Was, yeah. Totally. So that was 
my initial meeting and jamming with you guys. I love that. You know, and you know, I'm still to this day, I'm, I'm a fan, and like you guys, you, you've always done something special, man. And again, we've been blessed to have your presence with us over the oh, doing, doing our doing our uh, house gig on Wednesdays. Hey, thanks for so that's, letting me be a part of it, man. I'm I'm it's it's an honor, man. It's an honor. That project is always is always 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 special to us, and yeah. we um, I think you know we're we're always kind of you know, going to be on the hunt for what our next adventure is, sure, uh, which sure. is really, it's always fun, man. It's like, uh, we, you know, Todd's entered a new place in life, which is the most incredible place, which has made me an uncle. He's yeah. a father now, man. Like, yeah. It, yeah. It, and you know, this little girl's just an angel and I just love seeing, you know, the next generation of Todd. It's, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but you know, man, uh, we're, uh, we've been kind of like chilling out this past year sure. and I've been focusing on this new project and I think it was like, it's, it's healthy, man. It's healthy to have different energies and different projects. And he's got the nitty gritty with Michelle and, uh, Davey and Jarvis mm-hmm. and those guys like that, you know, it's, it's really just important to kind of keep different energies around because it makes you appreciate the difference yeah. with other projects. Yeah. And I've yeah. been, I've been so again, as like, I've got a hyper-focused thing like when I you know I, I, I get that and I think that that's a, a strong trait but I also feel like it's something that like makes me reflect after yeah. some time so like yeah. you know and you know I was hyper-focused on more than me in high school and then after high school I was hyper-focused on the Doyle brothers and you know and after after you know I started Rhino I got hyper-focused on that but mm-hmm. I think that that's just I don't think that's a bad thing in sense that like for any other thing that I just I need to be able to reflect and learn from it because more than me you know, Joey and I are currently writing a new EP for More Than Me, which is, like, so exciting for me yeah. because, like, that's a yeah. project I started when I was 15, you know, and, like, Todd and I have been, like, just slowly, organically writing new music because we don't want to force anything to come out of that project because yeah. it's such a natural performance. Sure, the sure. Per- the, the show is so naturally, like, together, mm. you know? It's got that brother thing. You know that. Yeah, like, absolutely. you know that world. The, the, just the way you're, like, in sync when you're communicating with yeah. your brothers, whether it's you know through verbs like or just musically or just sitting next to somebody in a room just like it's just there is a different dynamic a different chemistry and like for sure man I think that it's uh it is it'll always be the most special project in my life because it's like the root of him and I performing together whether it's through more than me or whether it's through just the two of us or whether it's the two of us with you or with somebody else playing it's like I think there's so there's such a special element to that project um, that it's just so close to our hearts. I can't really ever, like, you know, it's hard to say, like, you know, we'll just, we'll always have it. Yeah. We'll always have yeah, it. We'll yeah, always yeah. want to do it, you know? And, like, mm. I think that we will. We'll always continue to do it. So, yeah. I, um, it's fun. We've, we've tried to evolve, like, and when we realized that we were maybe <clears throat> evolving in a non-natural way, it, mm. it, it we hit a wall. And we were like, uh, this just, is this us? You know, like, and it's right. like, it, I, right. I guess, like, we just have to live and learn. You have to learn yeah. by kind of, you know, doing things that you, and you have to grow from everything. You mm-hmm. can't look at anything and say, oh, I regret that. Cause I don't regret anything yeah. that we've ever done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just have learned from it. Right. You know, and like some things have been incredible experiences. Some things have, we have been trying, but that's part of life. You just kind of live and you grow from that, but it is a very special project to me. Yeah. 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 As it should be, man, yeah. as it should be. And, um, like you said, that's one of those things where, um, you know, again, I have I, I've played with my, with my brothers as well. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So I can totally, totally relate. Um, it was one thing playing with my brother every Sunday in church. You mm-hmm. know, with me on drums, him on organ, 
and, and my other brother came, you know, for for a little while played guitar. Yeah. So they, at one at one given time, there were three of us up there, mm-hmm. three floods up there playing mm-hmm. at the same time. It's a lot of flood. You know, and it, yeah. <laughs> place was flooded. Place was flooded. I, I, I mean, that was so corny, but I had to do it. You had to go for it. But um, but yeah, but so I get that, man. Yeah. It's, it's it's real. It's a real thing, man. And you really don't get that anywhere else. Yeah. You know, and 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 this is and that's no. You know, I'm not I'm not downplaying anyone else and any other musicians that I that I play with, not at all. Mm-hmm. It's just different. It's a different thing. Totally. It's a different dynamic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's a it's a it's a, a familiar. Yeah. And in every sense of the word. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's there's so familiar. many there's so many uh, moments <laughs> that it's just like you know it just so naturally happens that it's yeah. like sometimes if you're like on edge with each other you'll do something specifically because <laughs> you know it's gonna like get under their skin you know right right, right you know right. and it's like and you can't do that with other like other performers so that's just like that's not all right 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 absolutely <laughs> you know it's yeah. like you yeah. but only because like you know the thought process that's right. got you to that point yeah. is like you know and that just doesn't like I don't know oh, it's, were, uh, yeah, it's were, a very yeah. very uh, there were very unique. Plenty of times yeah. where you know my brother wanted me to do one thing, totally. but just because you just know you want you wanted yeah, not, and maybe he you wanted maybe, to do what he did. maybe he made me upset the night before because sure. I don't know he did something at home. Yep, of you know what I'm saying? Remember that atomic wedgie you gave <laughs> exactly, me last night? Exactly. <laughs> or like he beat me in Street Fighter. You know what I'm saying? How dare you? And yeah, and I, I I admit at this I can admit now you yeah. know years later where he can't beat me up or anything like that. You know. And there will be very to, to little to no consequence at this point. But I can admit that that yeah, that, yeah <laughs> there there is that dynamic. But it adds it adds to to the performance and yeah. adds to the overall product. You yeah. know what I mean? That you that you're giving people. It's important. Yeah, there really yeah. is. Um, so yeah, so um, so let's so let's talk Rhino, man. Yeah, let's talk. Um, when 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 did this project begin? As far as writing, as far as production, just when 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 did, when did it start, man? So as I said a couple of years ago, it just like it just sort of started organically coming into place because yeah. I wanted I had this creative output that I was trying to get out, but maybe didn't really suit what Todd and I were focusing on yeah. at the time. Mm-hmm. Everything he and I have ever done is always just has, has always come from a very like organic rudiment of like percussion, vocal, and you know percussion and two voices together mm-hmm. and, and guitar. You know, mm-hmm. Chicago. Wow. Chicago got some crotch rockets going on <laughs> Lincoln Park there. Um, wow. Yeah, we are in Chicago, <laughs> where things like that happen. So I don't, I don't know what it is, but so the uh, so the project kind of started like because I had this vision of so- of some songwriting that um, I just needed to get out, and um, and I, it was songs that I was kind of coming up with and and didn't know exactly where where they fit. Um, whether the you know like the songs were created for like pitching to other artists or, or like whatever it was, I just knew that I loved my voice on them. I knew I was really attached to the actual you know the songs themselves, and the the messages seemed that they just were making sense to me, um, and it was something that I just I needed to do. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like you know those mm-hmm. those times in life where you just like you need to do that. You yeah. know, like and you need yeah. to go for that. And I just kind of saw that through, and um, the song. The song Stars in the Sky was the first song I released, and that song I co-wrote with Todd and our buddy Adam, like, mm-hmm. we were just rehearsing a Doyle Brothers set and uh, for before we had a show, and that song kind of came out, and I was like, I love that. Mm. That's like, I kind of want to do that. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, But yeah. Um, 
but it didn't really fit. Gotcha. You know, and gotcha. And we kind of knew it. Um, and I was like, you know, I think this kind of coincides with like the vision with these few other songs that have sort of been like, you know, it really seems to make sense. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I sort of started like looking at it as a vision. And then I started, you know, also putting the whole concept of the production together with like, if I'm going to do this, I'd rather do it less and do it yeah. bigger. Yeah. You know, I'd rather yeah. do it once in a while and put visuals to the performance and put lighting to the performance mm-hmm. and put just performance aspects together that would really just deliver a big production and that I was really obsessed with like the idea of just really like you know I'd rather do it less and do it you know and do it right yeah um, yeah so it started uh, you know I guess the whole thing kind of organically started three four years ago I guess at this point maybe four or five years ago I sort of started like writing these songs mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and the vision just kind of organically came together and things have just kind of have been happening with it yeah. and like some opportunities that I would never expect. Um, cause frankly, like when I put it together, I, I, I had anticipated that the live production was going to be a pretty big, you know, pretty big, uh, production to bite off and yeah. like, and really get into it, like, and be able to do a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, probably an expensive production, which I was like, I, I, I doubt I'll be able to afford to do this a lot. So I didn't anticipate the live show to be as often as, as it's mm-hmm. been. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I, you know, you performed that first show with me at mm-hmm. Mercury Lounge in the Mercury Lower East Lounge, Side. yeah. And, yeah. you know, I, I went to the nines with it as much as I could at the time. Right. And, like, right, I had right. a zillion things on stage and a zillion mm-hmm. people on stage. But, you know, and, it, and, it, and I've had to, like, test out the waters to see, like, the extremes. Like, yeah. you know, I, my last run I just did in Europe was solo. Yeah, which is the, which was the first time I had ever done anything solo mm-hmm. for this project, really. Um, so I've literally gone from extremes to it just to see what works. Um, that's my kind of like natural progression of like trying to like just trying things out to see what happens. But as far as like writing the songs and the song, then this and the show actually and the, and the whole concept coming together, it's been you know, like it's been four or five years in the making, but it's really just started to kind of come to life in the last year mm-hmm. and a half or two years yeah. here. Like yeah. we started doing shows mm-hmm. and, um, mm-hmm. and you and I have been, like kind of grabbed the gripped the bull by the horns when it comes to like having an acoustic element of the project yeah. because yeah. I, you know, I was, I hemmed and hawed over that at first because I've always loved that. Uh, I've loved the way that, you know, a good song will translate from piano and vocal or guitar and vocal as much as it will with a full production, you know, mm-hmm. an orchestra behind, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But a good song will speak no matter what. And I have the utmost respect for that vision. With this project, I had been a bit stubborn at first to say, like, I don't want to, like, just break it down for no reason. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. we've got, you know, we've got a show tomorrow that we're going to play acoustic, and it's yep. nice because we'll mix in originals and we'll do, yep. like, you know, we'll kind of do inversions of these different songs. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that immediately I was, like, ready to do that because I was so, like, caught up in this whole like it's got to be a big production I've got to be this but um, ultimately I mean you do everything you can um, but it's it has been a really like freeing project in the sense yeah. that like it, you know as we talked about before with like internal band voting mm-hmm. and this mm-hmm. and that and like it's it, that's a really tough thing man and yeah. especially like when you're the one that's beyond the driver's seat a lot of the time it's you want to obviously appreciate everyone's you know opinion in that situation sure. and it's really hard to like get things accomplished when you just when you're hitting when you're butting heads so like so that's that's a tough you know it's a tough place to be so I think it's healthy to have yeah. a project for I think it's kind of healthy for everybody like that is creative and just wants to get art out and share share their vision it's really just healthy to do yeah you know and yeah. even if it doesn't 
go anywhere or do anything. It's like it's just healthy to get out. Mm-hmm. Creative mm-hmm. people need to do that, otherwise you start going crazy in your head, you know? For you need, sure. For you just sure. need to be creative yeah. and just like yeah. share your art and your vision with the world. I think that's so important. Absolutely. So man. absolutely. I, I think that really is the rudiment of where this project came from and yeah. when I started writing it, I just was like these songs I love I know yeah. I love these songs yeah. how am I going to share them with the world I have no idea mm-hmm. but I think just like producing demos and just getting them to like where I feel they they, they work in my ears not producing or, or recording or writing them for anybody else but me just like my enjoyment Yeah. starting there was such a big step Yeah. and I did that for the first five or six maybe seven tunes and um, and then I was like I you know I showed it to a couple friends and got invited on a couple shows and mm-hmm. we've done mm-hmm. a bunch of shows and yeah. uh, I don't know one thing led to the next and I found myself in Europe all summer so, <laughs> <laughs> so you know and it, which was an incredible experience as yeah. well I mean I didn't yeah. I didn't really see touring in the future for this project right. but it just right, kind of right, right, right. organically happened and, and listen man that that's the coolest part man when, when these things naturally happen you know what I mean it makes mm-hmm. it sweeter you know yeah. it makes it all the yeah. more sweeter because absolutely um, because you know you we have our plans yeah. and our and our vision for right. where, where we want something to go and how we want something to turn out totally and and that's cool but then there's that added little bonus some those, those little bonuses sometimes like in this case you were you were able to take it to, to Europe yeah you know what I'm saying it wasn't it, it, you know not knocking our own country but you were able to take this project and go overseas yeah to a to a, a, a different set of fans a different set of ears a different set of a different reception yeah. you know what I'm saying and, that, and that's yeah 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 and, that, and that's cool man like I said that's one of those one of those added bonuses you know that naturally happens you know when I believe when you're when you stay true to you know your your, your craft your art your passion your projects you know what I'm saying when you stay true to it you know mm-hmm. and you don't you don't try so hard to yep. make something happen you know something that's when a lot that's a lot of yeah. times when these things I think that's that's a, come that's a common yeah. that's a common thing that happens with a lot of young bands yeah. and I, yeah. I, I, self self being guilty you know, like you right. get right. start a band you're like we're gonna be on the cover of the Rolling Stone like, yeah. I mean that's yeah. one thing of the that's one vision I think mm. there's like I think a big you know reality that if you like you take this on in, as a living as you know you and I have like you know there's a lot of successful stories out there that don't consist of being on the cover of the Rolling Stones there's a lot of people that are very talented and very successful in the industry that aren't there, but yeah. you know, that's okay. And that's like, there's, there's a lot of paths in this industry. And when you get super set on something, that's really like, I, I unfortunately think that that's a lot of what makes a lot of bands implode. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. like, I, again, uh, learning by, by doing, you know, like learning by, by that happening, you know, yeah. I just like, yeah. I, you know, I looked at this very differently. Um, especially since I moved to New York, I mm. think that it's just been like, uh, this is kind of life, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. like, there's, there's also as, as you evolve, like, with, you know, natural progressions in life, you know, you get married and like that, but, you mm-hmm. know, that's like, mm-hmm. there are like new responsibilities. You buy a home or you yeah. have like, rent. You have this. Yeah, you have that. Like, it's, yeah. like, it's like there's a lot of things that just make you look differently. But they like, the nice thing with the progression with my life has been like, it's always, you know, that's always been a fo- mm-hmm. that's always been the focus is just yeah. to kind of keep, yeah. you know just keep progressing and moving forward and evolving I think think that that's so important but I can't like I don't like setting dead like deadlines right like right I, and right, I realized right. recently, I realized in the last couple of years that like I really turn off to that mm-hmm. like I really like if somebody's like if this doesn't happen you know in six months you know you should quit yeah like yeah 
Why would I? You know, it's like this is me. This is who I am. Right. Why would I ever, right. ever right. even consider that? It's like I, I'm just not, not gonna stop. Yeah. You know, what I mean, like, and, and whether whatever capacity the you know level of success comes in my eyes, I'm living. I have a heartbeat. Yeah. I'm traveling the world. I'm seeing mm. beautiful things, and like I don't know. I'm not. You know, I don't. Like, you know. and I get. Um, so I guess I get some people take that approach as a means of motivation. Absolutely. And I get that. And yes, yeah, set yourself goals. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. But deadlines is tough, man, because I think yeah. that this is not, this isn't like a, okay, I'll give this a shot. Yeah. Like, you know, and for some people it is, maybe, and, the, and that's fine. Mm. And listen, maybe you were meant to be a doctor, or maybe you're right. not, like, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. that's cool. Absolutely. Like, right on, like, and I'm not to say that, you know, that doctor won't, won't love what he's doing. It's right, like, right, right, um, right, right. I, I guess I just have never looked at it like mm-hmm. that. So mm-hmm. it's, it's just, um, that's just, I don't know, man. Like, because, because for, to, in my opinion, what that does is it opens up the option of quitting. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It, totally. it opens up that door, you know, and, 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 it, and it, but my mentality is that's not an option. Mm-hmm. Quitting is not an option. No. You know what I'm saying? So, so that's why I say I, I can understand some people's yeah. motivation behind that. Do you way quit of life? Music is life. But life yeah, is music. Exactly, it's like you know, exactly. It's best, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's become yeah. It's become life. Yeah, you know. Yeah, um, yeah dude. It, it it's it's really crazy, man. How? Yeah, it's really something, man. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I think because I'm, you know, I just hit three years yeah. doing this full time. That's wild, man. And I remember, I remember the conversation when you're like, yeah. "I'm thinking about taking a leave." Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, "Dude, I mean, and like that day in Starbucks, yep. I took off from work. I was still, I was still working my nine to five. I don't think I knew that. Yeah, really? Oh, yeah, I was playing hooky that day. No way. Now, now they know, but Thanks, it's too brother. late. It's too late. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already gone. I didn't realize that. I don't think. <laughs> so actually, that's fine. I actually played hooky that day. You know, just so we can meet up and talk about. That's this, awesome, you know, man. And yeah, man. But um, but yeah, just, just think. <laughs> That's about awesome, that. kids. Play hooky. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, go to school, go to work. You know what? I'm not saying. I'm, but but you guys know what I'm saying. Those of you listening, let's not look too just deep into this. Work, <laughs> just work as hard as you possibly can. Exactly. Wherever exactly. that is, work yeah. as hard as you possibly can. One hundred and fifty percent right, man. And that's, um, yeah, so moving, you know, and that's, that was the moment when I left that, you know, that part of my life. Mm-hmm. That's where music really became life for me. I love that. Literally. Man. And I love that it's <laughs> yeah. been three years and like even just yeah. driving, like even just picking you up at the airport this morning, it was like, you know, I love even seeing, you know, seeing the evolution in, in your career. Because obviously you've been doing music your whole life, but like mm-hmm. the, as you're saying, it's three years. Which means it's been th- which means it's been three years since this project since I since yeah. my first show almost yeah what yeah. was that was that fall that was, was that winter it was winter? Um, early summer actually early summer yeah. so is it three years yeah a little, so that, a little wow. over a little oh my god over, see that just flies that flies because that was like <laughs> when I started this project yeah. that was the first show yeah so that's crazy to think first of all but yeah. like to see your evolution and seeing it become your life and like and it just like and the community and the family that I just like you've got such a cool community that I feel like our worlds have collaborated so much and we've got mm. such a cool crew of friends in New York that like the New York friends have become Buffalo friends and the Buffalo friends have become New York friends mm. like where it feels like just a family and like I, I love that so much and like when we all get together it's it's just it's amazing and like yeah. I I knew from the second that like those worlds were kind of colliding that 
I was like, man, even like, you know, we talked about this morning, like you're minutes away, for, like you're, you're days away at that point when you're just like, you're days away from like working full time mm. with a ton of bands yeah. that are going to yeah. love you as a human mm. and you as a talent. Mm. And just because you're just, you know, you are a kind and incredibly talented human and people, you know, love this being surrounded by your energy. Mm. So like that. I knew was just like so infectious and I would just like have seen seeing your growth has been incredible too so man like it's like that's a really like that's a that is a, a gift man and that's really uh thank you man I've been thank you I've been grateful to sort of see that evolution as well so that's wild to think man three years yeah yeah and it's like I after high school I just like you know I was it was a very interesting because like I knew I was gonna hit the road and just yeah. like work on being a band and yeah. work on music you know like yeah. but so I don't really know if I... I never really hit that point where mm. I was just like, no, I'm going to focus on this now. Right, you right, know? right, right. Um, but, man, it's like... It, that's, it's wild. That's wild. And it's about, so you know? cool, man. Whenever I, whenever I hear that people... That people knew right out of high school. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? As yeah. far as music yeah. in particular. Now, um, I had an idea... <laughs> what idea? Out of high school, you know, as far as... Maybe music would be cool to do full time. Right. You know what I'm saying? Oh, did you like the thought of? The oh thought yeah, of it absolutely. Up, yeah. The idea of it was was definitely in my head at absolutely. 17, 18, 19. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? But you know, uh, a lot of influences and yeah, of a, lot of, a lot of people of saying you know. It's and there's not, not a right and wrong path. The, at the yeah, end of the day, it's like yeah, you know, you just yeah. you you know, you know, and I guess that's like you know that kind of leads back to like what we're saying with like people setting deadlines and stuff like that. Mm. You just kind of know. An individual's yeah. like, okay, like, if you're, it's time for me to do this or it's time yeah. for me to stop this. Yeah, yeah. And you just have to listen to your, your gut and listen to your heart. Absolutely, man. That's so important. And I'm like, for me, like, I, I haven't had, I've been fortunate to not have that moment to be like, okay, I'm done with this or, or yeah. okay, I'm going to do this now. It's like, yeah. I just have always, I love this. The feeling yeah. that I get when I'm like finishing a record, finish a new song, finish a demo, finish mm. like whatever, it doesn't matter. Like when I can hear a performance that I did on record and listen to it on headphones I still get the exact same excitement right now than I did the first time that it, we recorded with JSAC yeah. in Buffalo like mm. years and years and years ago yeah. like the excitement and like you don't sleep because you're so excited and you're just like listening to the song on repeat mm. over and over and over again like I still get that right now and as long as I get that this is what I'm put on there to do yeah because yeah. that is the most wild and just mm-hmm. like you know you're, you're just it's a heartfelt feeling man like you just like you put you pour Dude. your heart your effort your work yeah and you stop sleeping you know like like <laughs> yeah. you get obsessive like I do I, I get upset you know like and I just so into this and I like want to just work until it's exactly what you know you see mm. um, but that feeling man is like that's the greatest feeling and you just I think as long as I will get that I know that I'm doing the right thing yeah yeah, because you know, I think that if if that, if I feel like that, and if if anybody else in the world can feel like a, about that, like about a song that I that I write or in performance, like I don't know, that's just the greatest feeling in the world. God forbid if like a couple people learn the words and sing and so like, like, <laughs> yeah, being yeah. overseas and like people like learning the words to my songs yeah. and sing with me is like that's just surreal to me, man. Yeah. It's just wild. It's incredible. Yeah, it's incredible, man. Yeah. And and like for me. Um, I get those similar feelings when, when I when when I can see whether I can just you know kind of intuitively you know look into these things, mm-hmm. or if someone actually specifically tells me, yeah, 
hearing you and seeing you play tonight made me happy. Yep. You know what I mean? The fact that you can bring that joy to somebody yeah. else's life, because not just yours. Yeah, because sometimes you can you can just feel that. Yeah. Sometimes you can just look into an audience uh-huh. and look at one particular, sometimes one only one person. Yeah. But they're just like tell. moved by what you're yeah. doing. Yeah, yeah. So whether, like, whether they come out and just say it or whether, like I said, whether it's just intuitive. Whether it's just and feeling, you just yeah. say, that person, mm-hmm. something, I don't, I don't know, something mm-hmm. may be going on in that person. You know, you never yeah. know. You never know. Yep. But um, that's... That's special for me. Those those are those those big moments, man. Yep. You know, and like you said, that's what lets me know. That's what lets. That's how I know mm-hmm. I'm doing the right thing. Yep. I'm doing what I'm here, what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm with you. I was put here to do this. You know, I'm with you. Um, because you know, it, it, it music is powerful, man. And um, like I said, you just never know. Yeah, you never know where people are coming from. Yeah. you know. And of course, you know we, you know we 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 play the the, the New York scene, and yeah. you know of course, you know there are interesting individuals there, Always. but there are there's some those those people where you're like, wow, you know this is really touching them. Yeah, you know I don't know how and in what way, yeah. but it's really touching you don't know them. what their day was yeah, like. It's, it's powerful, man. It's it is. Really it's powerful. a powerful tool that just like it, if you could share it with people, you have to, yeah. and if it makes you happy and it makes them happy, it's yeah. just you know. Yeah, absolutely, that. man. Absolutely, yeah. it, it, and, and then and then it's fun too. Man. <laughs> we're we're fortunate to do something <laughs> that's pretty fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the thing. It's actually fun. Yeah. Like when people people ask me, you know, do do your hands hurt after you play, or do your arms hurt? Are you tired? And and sometimes yeah, yeah. but I tell people in your, in the moment. I don't feel a thing. You don't think twice. I don't feel a thing, man. Yeah. You know, there have been times, oh my God, this was like years ago. And I, I was playing in church on a mm-hmm. Sunday morning. And I don't know, I think one of the symbols was like shredded. And so it was like jagged edges all over yeah, the place. Yeah. It was horrible, yeah. very dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> and I go to, I think I, I went to do like a fill or something like that. And I, and I my knuckle like grazed the symbol oh, yeah. and cut this deep hole yep. gash into my There's blood all over the drums yeah yep. and I, I felt it but I didn't think any I didn't think it was bleeding and yeah, yeah, yeah. because I was so in in the moment until you look I'm, down and everything there's blood splattered in there's <laughs> like blood splattered on the on the snare and I'm yeah. like why I'm like what is this and I just looked down and I was like oh man I just cut my finger open yeah but but again man you're in the moment so totally. it's like well I gotta keep that's awesome. You know, I've put cramps in my leg while playing, but you know, yeah, you gotta keep going. Yeah, push. you don't really think twice. No, you don't, man. Yeah, you don't. You don't. And because and you because mix that with some whiskey on a, on a night out <laughs> in New York, and you just maybe not church. <laughs> maybe not. Yeah, maybe not church. Yeah, maybe man. not church. <laughs> and you just gotta keep moving forward. <laughs> oh my God, man! But dude, but yeah, man. So, um, so moving forward, man, with. Um, with, with, with the project, where, where, where do you see it going, man? Is there any set view or... No. Okay. Okay. No. Cool. So you want to keep writing, recording, and sharing music yeah. that I love, that yeah. gives me that feeling that I'm passionate about, yeah. uh, and just keep sharing that with mm. beautiful humans yeah. that are, you know, creative and, and or just enjoy it. Yeah. I, yeah. I can't say... That I that there's a there's an end game for this. Um, so I think it's just as long as I I just have the vision, I'm gonna mm-hmm. always push forward with it. And 
keep writing records and I've been doing it for a long time but this is like a really nice expression of it yeah um, and it may evolve it may it may there may be an element of this project that turns into just my voice my voice in an acoustic guitar but um, I'll always want to just do it to the best of my ability mm-hmm. um, it's it's you know it, there's an element of like of this you know that I like share with like the Doyle brothers that it's just like it really works and is really like pleasing for my soul to have as, yeah. you know as part of what I do yeah. um, and I'll just always you know there's I'm not really I don't see like any sort of end game and if it gets as big as big can be so be it and I'll and I'll be grateful and love that but yeah. I'll also love if it's me on an acoustic guitar mm-hmm. in my bedroom and just an expression yeah um, and if that's what I you know my vision is then that's then that's so be it so I, I, I no I don't I don't really know where it's going good I'm, I'm grateful good. that it's I'm grateful that that I that I don't know either good because if yeah. I was setting goals and saying like be. it's got to do this then I would be forcing something and I don't exactly really don't we, want to we were just talking about yeah I really don't want to yeah, I'm gonna do no. my best to absolutely not like feel like that with this yeah. project at all yeah that that that's that's a good way to be man I, I I agree because you don't put boundaries you don't you don't you don't put walls around yeah. you know what I mean you don't you don't put yourself in a box yeah from the get go like you know as I, as I said like I think there was a level of stubbornness that I was like saying like if I'm gonna do this I wanna do this with like a visual I wanna do yeah. lighting I wanna do this I wanna yeah. do that and I, and I think setting the the, the bar high mm. for work ethic and how much mm. I'm gonna how much work I'm gonna put into it yeah. is, is very important yeah but I don't like want to set limitations or set like you know. You know, I, I, now I realize that it's like, you know what, I, I really realize that this is like, I just need, I need this creative output. Yeah. So I think that, I think leaving that to be what it is, is, uh, is important. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. So I want to, uh, real quick, um, I'm going to pick three songs mm-hmm. from the Rhino Project. Cool. And I, what I want you to do is, I'm not going to say favorite because that's a that's a very interesting word but a lyric that really stands out from each one of these songs okay. to you mm-hmm. wishing seed so wishing seed mm-hmm. was a really interesting song the way it kind of came to fruition um, I collaborated with two incredible songwriters uh, very like seasoned pros mm. um, Mark Jackson who is a uh, really really uh, incredible supervisor and composer um, who I've been friends with for years and uh, a very close friend of his Scott Patton mm-hmm. who is a uh, music director and uh, songwriter with the, with the duo country group Sugarland mm-hmm. um, so it was a very it was one of the first times I'd ever remotely wrote like where there was things happening like remotely like where there'd be a little iPhone demo sent and like it would become like you know like we kind of worked back and forth kind of that nature um a lyric from that um it was a line that I believe Scott had suggested if I'm not mistaking and Mm. it was um been running now for three long years I've got a running tab on idle tears ah yeah that that lyric is always just like it struck me so strong uh, and I was uh, just like damn that really speaks um, yeah. I love that song and you know that was actually I think off the cuff was probably one of my favorite songs to collaborate with you on because I think from early on we we figured out a really cool yeah. acoustic arrangement yeah totally so totally uh, and that song has kind of come through a really cool evolution where it's um, where it's been 
you know, we've got the, the root pop, pop rock version of it, which I'll always love and that I'm actually really eager to, I'm going to be soon releasing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and then it, it, it had an outside vision by a New York City based DJ named mm-hmm. Dulce who did the remix, which is the single version that's available right now. So that song is, has been a really, uh, that's been a really strong, like impactful song for my set. Yeah. I really feel like it's like, it's, it really has kind of encompassed a lot of what I want to do. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's the, I love that one. Gotcha. That one's just a, that's a really special one for me too. Cool. Cool. Um, now you guys can't see, but I have the most amazing Yorkie, Hanging out with me right now. Riggs. And his name is Wrigley, because it's we're in Chicago. That's fitting, and we've just been joking with his name all day. Riggs just wants to be channeling our lethal weapon. Riggs, Riggs, you're crazy, Riggs. <laughs> but he's awesome, guys. I wish you could see him. All right, so that's <laughs> Riggs has joined us for the interview. <laughs> we have to pull the curtain back a little bit. Let's get a little bored. Just yawning now. <laughs> this little dude is insane. He's awesome. Um, let's see, let's see. Gone Away. Gone Away came from a writing session with a good buddy of mine, Zach Gurka. He had, uh, he came up with the concept and had cut a piano and like this demo vocal with him singing, Mm -hmm. which I'm sure he'll never ever show to anybody. Uh, but he sent it to me and he was like, man, we, we gotta, we gotta write this, we gotta write this. Um, you know, Gone was an interesting writing session because, like, we had initially thought we were writing for somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, but when we put my voice on it, we really, really loved it. And uh, it was one of those moments that kind of made me, I think more so than, like, lyrical content. It mm-hmm. was more so about, like, like, we produced this record that we're like, oh, my God, like, we love this. Like, this is, like, so strong. Yeah. And it was one of the songs, I think more importantly than anything, made me realize that I wanted to explore what I was doing at the time as an artist, Mm -hmm. more so than a writer. Gotcha. Um, I love writing. I love writing with, I love collaborating with different folks that I, you know, that I'm uh, fortunate to do so with. I I don't like that the part of that game where you have to wait for a boardroom of people to say that something is good or not. Um, Cause again, like you do this because you love it. Mm-hmm. And when you love something and you believe in it, you want to share it. Yeah. And yeah. I, when we wrote gone away, we kind of went through this scenario where it was like, it was sitting on a shelf for a couple of months where we were, while we were waiting for somebody to tell us that somebody was going to cut it. Mm-hmm. And then we had a couple artists cut it yeah. and we didn't like it as much as my vocal. Gotcha. You know, gotcha. I know that that's, I know that's a sim- there's similar scenarios in the industry, like where like from, I like Bruno Mars was like originally a, a demo singer, you like a writer right. and a demo singer. Right, right. And he cut such good demos that like he ended up staying on the first mm-hmm. few records and stuff like, mm-hmm. and like, so that kind of organically happened with that record because we, we cut it and I just loved it so much. And I was like, yeah. this song, I, I love it. And it looks, it's just such uh, a strong performance that I, I won't. I won't stand for it being set, sitting yeah. on a shelf forever. Gotcha. You know, it's just, it was yeah. just a vision that I feel felt had to be shared. Mm-hmm. So like, it mm-hmm. wasn't even like, you know, the story came from a, like a, an organic place, but it was like, it wasn't as much about that as much as like, just like loving the record and the performance yeah. so much. Yeah. 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 And, uh, and, and a lyric from that that stands out? Um, I 
me come back to that. Okay. Let me think about that. Okay. It's so funny because I've been playing that one so long that yeah. I haven't like digested that song in that. Yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah. 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 No, recently. I get it, man. Um, all right. Yeah. We'll come back. Uh, Stars in the sky. Yeah, Stars in the Sky was like. That was. Where I found Rhino. Mm-hmm. You know, I know that like all of these have been like songs to uh, that have sort of led me there. Mm-hmm. But Stars in the Sky was a collaboration with my brother Todd and uh, our buddy Adam and like we and when we wrote it we knew that we knew that um, we wrote something special. Yeah. And I realized that Riggs is shaking it off right there. Uh we uh, we knew that we wrote something special that's that was that had a really powerful uniting message that was like had made me like kind of encompass the whole vision of Rhino, so I really like I um, that song where the the lyric builds up to together we can rule the world because mm-hmm. like that is like I you know without you know without sounding shallow about it because like I don't want to think think that it's that easy but at the same time it's like it is like the reality of like if we're good people like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean like yeah. it, will, it will we'll share that yeah. you know and like I yeah. think that there's so much that's come from that you know the rudiment of like of uh, the, you know I started the hashtag pervade positivity which mm-hmm. is just like the strength of like powerful action you know and like I think that that's a powerful and positive action is really um I just think that it's it's everything and I think that we need that we really need that right now I mean yeah. like you know it's uh, yeah. and again not to look at it in a naive in a naive fashion I think that it's just like it's not that easy but it can be that easy right you know right absolutely is that does that yeah. like does that resonate that I mean you know what I mean like and that's, yeah. for me yeah. that's really what um, that's really like what really put the final mm. stamp on having the vision of Rhino yeah. on this project yeah um, yeah. and I really like I think together we can rule the world is like is like such a you know like that's that's it's just so uniting and like it, and if it, and it resonates you know yeah absolutely yeah absolutely yeah man man dude I am um, like I can't say enough man I am honored and privileged to know you as a as a friend first and foremost man as am I you man um, and you're a dude you're you're, you're a force man I really mean that. I Thanks. really, really mean that, and uh, it's it's just been it's. It, I mean, you 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 you're talking about me, but watching your growth, man, yeah. in these last wow, man, it's wow, three years since that first show, yeah, it's so crazy, man. But but seeing your growth, dude, it's it, it's been inspiring. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And um, like I'm super proud of you, man. Thanks, I'm man. I'm super proud of just of the evolution. Of, of of this project and of of Rhino thanks and, and of Ryan Doyle <laughs> you know what I mean because that, that guy yeah <laughs> you know what I mean but um but no it, it's it's a really inspiring thing to watch man and be a part of and be a thanks, witness man. and witness um so we're actually gonna do we're, we're gonna have a first of flooded with music and life and we're actually gonna do some acoustic songs here, man. Let's do it. You know, this is the first time I'm actually being a musician on this podcast. I like it. You <laughs> should be a musician on the podcast. That's what you do. So, um, yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna do a, do a couple. And guys, just uh, thanks for listening. 
And first and foremost, just let everybody know where they can reach you and yeah, yeah. all that all that good stuff. So all the handles are Rhino, R-Y-N-O, Music NYC. So that's the uh, Instagram handle. Uh, the, all of them can be found at the base of rhinomusic.com, so R-Y-N-O music.com. Gotcha. But if, like all the social handles are all Rhino yeah. Music NYC. Yeah. And everything can be up there. Um, Spotify has been an incredible tool for us. Um, just getting featured on a couple big playlists like really kind of got us on our feet and made a lot of opportunities. Mm. So that's been a really wild ride, but you could definitely check it out on Spotify. Um, a lot of new music hopefully coming out in this fall and um, just going to kind of keep being creative and, and sharing, sweet, sharing what we got. Sweet, sweet. Yeah. All right, so let's, let, let's do it. Let's do some songs. Cool. And if you're okay, I'm just going to rock a shaker. I think, you know. So, you know, it's funny because I don't think I've uh, digested, digested like where the, the, the root of where this song came from in quite a while because we've been playing for so yeah. long, you know. But it's interesting because, like, you know, the, I think the challenge of, you know, you know, I'm not going to write you love song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sarah Bareilles. You know, Shout like, out. I think out. that's probably where the, the rudiment of this, this lyric is. Yeah. I can't seem to write you a lo love song. is like, yeah. it's just like, there's so much that's said about that. Yeah, you yeah, know? totally. You know, Sarah totally. Just, Sarah's refusing to write the love that's song. That's right, that's right. I'm trying to write the yeah, love song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think that, you know, that's, that's an interesting. Uh, yeah. Uh, but this is called Gone Away. Cool. So, uh, featuring Floody on Shaker and, and Woes. Gone, gone. <laughs> oh, 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 oh,
Scared rigs. <laughs> rigs. Rigs. Well, hello. So we have the privilege of having our gracious hosts. This is Rodney's podcast. Yes, this is. We're recording yes. Rodney's podcast. I am Rodney. <laughs> well, hello, everyone. <laughs> this is KH. Oh, man. KH in the house. And I saw a, a beautiful woman standing there next to you. At, at, did she retreat to. Okay. All right. <laughs> That is his lovely wife. Hopefully we're not pissing off your dog or your neighbors. <laughs> and they, and they, they have been awesome Just enough to let us crash at their place. And uh, as we're here in Chicago, again, first uh, on-location episode of this podcast. So uh, what's what? Uh, I hear the intro of the next song. Yeah, it's the stars in the sky. Stars in the sky. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is that all right? That was the first song we played. We've been talking for an hour. Truth is within the loving of 
so much brother so much you fun, are man. the man dude so much fun. so much and once again thank you to our gracious hosts yeah who are here kyle and jesse in chicago yeah. for letting us set up in their living room without them we knowing. actually actually <laughs> had a live audience for that last one look at that <laughs> guys thank you so much for listening as always music and life are one in the same never forget that thanks so much guys hey what's up guys thank you so much for listening to another episode of flooded with music and life uh, as usual, you can find me at Rodney Flood Music on Instagram and at Rodney Flood on Facebook. Um, guys, we look forward to bringing you so many more episodes of Flooded with Music and Life, where we talk music and we talk life. Thanks a lot, guys.